Did I mention that I found the cord to my other vibrator? Mm. Oh, what a splendid day that was. I do love my new vibrators, but like you said about your lifesaver, sometimes when you just have like one good one, that was that one that I'd lost the cord to, but I found it. Found it. All's, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All's right in the world. I'm surprised you haven't heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, mate. I was getting the fucking animals ready two by two. <laughs> oh, Noah's Ark was ready for that floodgate to open. <laughs> Thank you so much for being so encouraging. <laughs> You are now listening to Mad Cow Confessions with Shannon and Selena. <laughs> Let's play a little game. Oh, God, Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> that brings back like childhood nightmares. <laughs> Let's play a little game of two lies. And one truth. Well, for you, I guess we could call it short stories. And for me, we could call it uh, tall tales. <laughs> you know the rules? You give me two lies and one true story. I've got to choose or pick which one is, is the, truth? the truth. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Okay. 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 No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Cool. Okay. First one. Mm-hmm. I got married in Vegas. Mm. Second one, I have met my dear friends at a 8 a.m. kick-on. Or 8 a.m.? 8 a.m. Mm, that's early. Mm. Or is it late? Is it late? Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, and I nearly adopted the kitten next door. Oh. Well, stole, but. Well, that one can fuck right off because <laughs> you ain't got no cat. <laughs> anymore what did you do with it wouldn't you like to know (laughs) i definitely do not want to know (laughs) what you do with your pussy (laughs) okay so we'll rule that guy out (laughs) yes please Mm. what was the first one i got married in vegas married in vegas Mm. you did go to vegas twice Mm mm-hmm and we didn't really catch up much after that maybe there was something you wanted to hide Maybe. You get pretty loose. Mm-hmm. Loosey-goosey mm-hmm. on the juicy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's possible. It was a wild time of your life, Vegas. It definitely was. What happens in Vegas? Does it stay there? Who knows? Mm. My dignity definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one is also a lie because oh. I would definitely know if you got married. We did come close, very close, and to be fair, we actually were parading around that night as if we had got married. Tell me. Yes. So you almost got married. You're in the chapel, in the altar, and you're going to walk down the aisle. Mm. I can picture it now, <laughs> the song that you're walking down the aisle to. One fine day with wolf and a purr, baby was born. Cat dog. Cat dog. How did you know that was that was the song? <laughs> it's got the right jig to it. Absolutely. Okay, so that one's definitely out. That's out. Yes. So it must. Okay, be so the eight a.m.s. Oh, tell me. Well, look, we all go through like periods in our lives where you know we're spiraling out of control. Yeah. <laughs> and a few years ago, it was my time to shine. I lived in the valley, and I uh, was going out quite often. Looking back, I actually don't know how I survived. It was a very 
tumultuous really like time in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'd gone out for the weekend, uh, hanging out with some mates. It was Sunday morning, wore back at my place. It was like I think seven in the morning. And we kind of wanted to keep carrying on. Some people were asleep, a couple of us weren't. And then I remembered I have a pool at my apartment. So we all chucked on our bikinis and went to the pool. I felt like shit. I absolutely I know for a fact that I did not look a million bucks. Hard to picture, I know, because I often look You always fantastic. look so stunning. Thank you so much. Man, you roll out of bed. <laughs> I woke up like this. <laughs> Thank you so much for finally admitting <laughs> my beauty. <laughs> so we're still into the the pool and we can hear some noises and no one ever really goes to this pool ever. So I was quite shocked that at 8 a.m. somebody was in my pool, but it's fine. Turns out they were an absolute hoot. So we made our way to the pool, hear a bit of commotion, um, and there was probably about 20 people in the pool all in cute little budgie smugglers, dancing around the pool, singing singing, having the time of their lives. Anyway, again, I know that I did not look my greatest. I was in my little hot pink dope bikini. Ooh. Ooh. I know the one. Ooh, she's pretty dope. I know the one girl. <laughs> and the moment we walked in, they had come up to us and were trying to chat because they had already pissed off their building management. I mean, it's 8 o'clock in the morning and they're having the time of their lives. Our building management was terrible. The pool's open at 9 a.m. It's only an hour. I know. What the fuck do they care? Sunday. We call her Karen. Oh, Karen. Oh, Karen. So they came up to us and we telling our stories and everything. About half an hour after being there, they were like, do you want to come up to our apartment? Because we still have people upstairs. We've got alcohol. We've got food, snacks. Let's go up. So me and my friend have gone up to this other apartment, um, opened it up. Yep, there's about 50 people in this tiny three-bedroom apartment. The veranda was like an L shape and so they had a bit of a blow-up mattress out there. It was like a staggered party. So like inside you had people just chilling out, you know, you had bedrooms where there was people having their fun. You had the balcony, which is where we were at and we were just carrying on. Anyway, we were out yeah, out on the balcony and um, where my gym was, the gym that I was going to, it was right across the road and we were looking down on it. So we're all up there having, you know, party, party. And I get this call from one of my friends saying that she's just seen me in someone's Instagram stories mm-hmm. and she sent it through to me and all these, you know, all these people in the gym on a Sunday, good on them, good for you. Not us. <laughs> we were up dancing away. And the part that made me laugh the most is that they caught on camera. The boys had this bubble machine that was not working and so we needed some batteries. So I sacrificed. I went back to my own apartment, took out my vibrator, Ooh. took the batteries out oh, no. and I run them back up and we're, you know, shooting bubbles off this balcony <laughs> at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Drunk as a skunk. I don't know how it went from being, you know, coming down from the night before to being right back up there. At lift, off. <laughs> lift off, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, I had sacrificed my vibrator and I was up partying with, with the guys at, at 10 o'clock in the morning. They just took me on as their own. Well, maybe that's something that needed to happen, you know, you sacrificing your battery-operated vibrators. Absolutely. Because look where you are now. I've transitioned. You've got the power cord. Ooh. And doesn't the electric bill show it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a heated vibrator, so. Oh, crazy. 
Absolutely. It's like a warm nuggle. <laughs> like a warm hug in my vagina. In my vagina. Did I mention that I found the cord to my other vibrator? Mm. Oh, what a splendid day that was. I do love my new vibrators, but like you said about your lifesaver, sometimes when you just have like one good one, that was that one that I'd lost the core to, but I found it. Found it. All's, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All's right in the world. Surprised you haven't heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, mate. I was getting the fucking animals ready two by two. <laughs> oh, Noah's Ark was ready for that floodgate to open. <laughs> Thank you so much for being so encouraging. <laughs> Of my yummy space. <laughs> Wasn't that someone at the restaurant that said that to you about your yummy space? Yes. She could feel it. I had an aura around me oh. that I was just such a beautiful soul. Her words are yours. <laughs> no, no. She was feeling it, man. Oh, wow. I know you can feel it sitting across from me. You are spread eagle right now. <laughs> <laughs> looking into your eye. I'm looking into something. <laughs> I feel like an octopus when I'm sitting about to like suction you in. I feel like I'm getting suctioned in, and I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, but she, you know, she said I just felt really like a a nice, pure soul. Wow. And that I should never let any man take advantage of me, and always protect my yummy space. And I was like, my yummy what? <laughs> it's like your yummy space. Never let a man violate you or do this. You always do as you want. She was pretty cool. Met a lot of nice old girls in my time. Mm. There was actually one lady. I was walking home from a night out, and we have to cross Victoria Bridge in the city. Yeah. And this lady, she was always there. She was homeless, so she was always sleeping on the bridge and we'd chat every now and then. But the first time we met, I was walking home and she calls me. She's like, hey, miss. I said, hi, how are you going? She's like, gee, you're a tall woman. I said, yeah, yeah. I had a bit of a giggle. She's like, it must take a big man to climb you. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I just kept giggling and nodding to her. And then she came out with it. She's like, ah, it doesn't matter. We're all the same height when we're on our backs. <laughs> and what great advice that has stuck to me to this day. <laughs> oh, she was great. And I'm like, yeah, I always think about that. Whenever someone says, like, gee, you must uh, must be hard for you to find a man. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> like, no, because of the height. I'm like, we're all the same height when we're on our backs. And you know what? You've In got fact, a <laughs> he's a little bit taller. <laughs> well, now that I've told you mine, I would like you to give me your two lies and a truth and see if I can. Ooh, alrighty. Where to begin? <laughs> Never mind, actually, I just want to say we have been friends for 10 years, but there's been a, a lot of years in between that I haven't seen you or, you know, I was all over the countryside so were you so yeah some stories that actually we don't know about each other which is well the funny thing is i've been alive for 30 years so there's actually 20 fucking years <laughs> on me life that you don't know about but oh my goodness. relax we'll get there <laughs> all righty number one i am deathly 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 afraid of fucking echidnas <laughs> <laughs> them spiky little <laughs> bastards no, thank you. Really? Okay. 
I don't know. Am I? (laughs) Am I not? Well, I got the heebie-jeebies when you said deathly for the fourth time. (laughs) I just wanted to make it known. I don't like them. I don't like them. You don't like them, people. I don't like them, goddamn (laughs) kidners. Number two. When I was 12 years old, I almost lit my family home on fire. (laughs) Not much of a home to light on fire. Could be possible. I was a little shit of a kid. Mm, little arsonist. <laughs> okay, third. Number three. When I was younger, my brother shot me in the arm with a slug gun. Ooh. Accidentally. Oh, well, I mean, that's what he told you. <laughs> okay, so deathly afraid of echidnas. Your brother shot you with a slug gun. And... Was I lit my house on fire. Okay, I'm, I'm curious... You emphasised the echidnas, so I've got to I've got to know that there's a little background story here. Have you seen them? They're cute. I think they're cute, actually. They just scurry around, a little ball of spikes, <laughs> always on the attack. No, 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 no. And them big long noses that they're poking around in everybody's business. I no, like them thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, okay, I'm. I'm gonna say number number two. You let your family house on fire. Is your <laughs> well, it's out of that or me brother shooting me. So <laughs> you're correct. Oh, <laughs> I wow. did, but actually, on the my brother shooting me thing, I have this really awful scar on my shoulder. And when I wear like strapless tops or anything when I go out, people always come up to me. And when it was a little bit smaller, people would come up and think it was a pimple. This would be out in the nightclubs. They walk up and they're like, holy shit, look at the size of that on your arm. Do you want me to get that? Just random fuckers in the club. Who does that? What if it was a pimple? I'm like, all right, yeah, pop it for me. Fucking bust all over your face. Like, yuck. Like, no, it's a scar. Leave it alone. And then because that scar wasn't really healing properly, I had to get it. The, um, the thing cut out again and then re-stitched up oh. and I had had some steroid injections into it as well to try and get it flattened down but there was always like a large bump and so I just started telling people when I was younger back out at the oh, the old shack <laughs> my brothers and I which we would we'd sit up on the balcony of our house and shoot dog tin cans yeah. um, from the balcony and I would say yeah one day my brother made me go out and put the dog food tin on the star picket and I hadn't moved out of the way before he shot, and he shot me in the arm. It's actually very believable. Motherfuckers bought it up. Yeah, they believed it. Like, oh, my God, that's so bad. Oh Where's child services? Torture. <laughs> Speaking of child services, so, yes, number two was correct. I did almost light the family home on fire. As we touched on last week, we grew up in a bit of a shack out in the bush, which is cool. Um, maybe when I was 10, maybe 12 years old, we had finally moved up into an actual house, but we still lived on the same property as the old house and maybe a hundred meters away from each other. So whenever we'd have sleepovers, everyone would come over and sleep and would go down to the shack. And that's where we'd set up our uh, sleepover parties. Slumber parties. Oh my God. Wow. The shit us 12 year old girls would get up to wild. (laughs) I just think now, like if we were adults having sleepover parties like this, people would think it was so fucking weird. I'm sure that they still think it was weird what you got up to. Oh, my gosh. It shouldn't be allowed. Anyway, so this one night it was kind of in winter and because the house didn't really have any walls or insulation and everything and it was just a concrete floor, it was freezing cold. 
So we had one little wood fire stove that we had there just kind of keeping us warm throughout the night. And we're like, how about we make some hot chocolate? Yeah, that's a good idea. So we're like, we'll have to go up to the new house, grab all the ingredients and come back. So we made the trek up, you know, 100 metres to the new house in the pitch black, which is kind of scary out in the bush because there's shit around trying to kill you everywhere. But we made the trek up. And we were like walking up and all we had was a tiny little tea light candle. So that was what we were trying to use to light the way. But we got up there. We got she the Milo. Like path, like, Hansel, yeah. But yeah, we got up to the house, got the Milo um, and made our way back down. By the time we got back, the fire had died down a little bit. I thought, fuck, you know, this isn't going to be hot enough to warm the milk. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. I do recall seeing a jerry can of petrol in the toilet. <laughs> and 12 let's yeah 12 years old not really thinking the wood fire stove was definitely warm enough to warm the milk but petrol great idea <laughs> so we went into the bathroom and got that out and i just filled up you know just a mug full of petrol the same mug that you want to drink your hot chocolate out of <laughs> <laughs> probably that would explain a lot <laughs> and i go over take off the lid of the um the stove and i just quickly pour in the petrol boom goes up all good everything's fine you know the newspaper's burning nice here's some wood really starting up a good fire didn't last very long we didn't have enough wood so we went we got some more wood I'm like ah, oh, now we need a little bit more petrol i went and i got a second cupful of the petrol this time when i was pouring it in i poured it a little bit too slow so as i was pouring it in the flame came up the petrol pouring out of the cup lit the whole cup on fire then my hand oh my goodness so i've thrown the cup of petrol across the floor fuel's gone everywhere there's fire going <laughs> everywhere it's burning up the electrical cords that we use to plug in the tv and they're all like melting melting away one of my friends hands me a bucket of water i tip that on and then the electrical cords started sparking oh my up goodness. and it was just spread, you know spreading around we're trying to get it under control and one of the girls was asleep and wake up, wake up, there's a fire. <laughs> so we got him up and we all, we finally got the fire out. It, it was okay. Did you yeah. have help from your parents or your brothers and sister? Fuck no. I've never told them that. <laughs> I would get grounded. <laughs> oh, yeah, she'll, she'll be calling me if she ever listened, which hopefully she doesn't. But, um, yeah, so lit the whole floor on fire. We finally got um, got it out and under control. And we're like, straight to bed, in the bed, no hot chocolate. <laughs> so we all went straight to bed. And when I, yeah, when I woke up in the morning, all the electrical cables obviously were melted. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man, we're busted. What am I going to do with these? So I quickly, brilliant plan, rolled up all the burnt electrical cables, walked down to the river because we lived just in front of the river and like threw them in the river so no one could find them. <laughs> then we came back up. And I just said to my mom, like, eventually, oh, we left the TV cord too close to the oven, um, the wood stove, and it melted on the leg. She believed it. She did not. She, she did believe it. <laughs> she just loves you so much. I am a very you. convincing girl. <laughs> I would believe it. But, you know, in saying that, we are very lucky that the house that we grew up in was just a cement floor, you know, yeah. and nothing else around. How many, and how many did you have your little sleepover? I think there was four of us. Yeah, so 
four scared girls after I that. I've like, been crying my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it was high pressure. It was a high pressure situation. <laughs> there wasn't really any risk. We had very high uh, tin roof, hard to burn. We could have concrete floor, very hard yeah, to burn. Body, can't. pretty easy to burn. Yeah, yeah, but, you know. And your parents still don't know about today. No, I don't think so. But then I'm a, I'm pretty open, so it may have came up, come up every now and then. I just tell them shit all the time, and Mum's like, "Oh, sh- shut up, Shannon." No, she doesn't. Do you think we get to the stage where they don't know whether you um, are talking shit or telling the truth anymore? Like sometimes I don't know whether I'm talking shit or telling the truth. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in my brain. There's been a few knocks. There's been a few. Other things, Other things. <laughs> that can hinder it's your brain so, activity. It's so funny. I watched, um, I think it might have been Carl Barron one time, and he was saying that, you know, he used to have show and tell at school and, you know, the teacher would be like, okay, what have you got, you know, for the class today, Carl? And he would just make up a story. And I was, thought to myself, I'm like, fuck, that's what I used to do. I used to get that bored. I used to make up shit. <laughs> People would believe me. I remember I went to school once and we just – been down to Brisbane and did the, like the Sea World and stuff. And I said that Dad knew the guy and let us like touch the polar bears. And this chick that I fucking hate, I don't know why I hated in primary school, but I just fed her this story and she was like, "That's so amazing, that's so cool." And I'm like, "Why are you believing me?" But I was so convinced that it happened. I actually then thought it had happened. <laughs> I um. So now I tell people that I've touched polar bears. They <laughs> touched the bear. I touched the bear. Well, I uh, kind of did the same thing as well. We had our annual sports carnival at school and I used to be pretty good. I was like a a hundred metre sprint girl, you know, I'm just a very short distance, 200 metres. No, thank you. Is that because you take two strides and you're Basically, it's like it's all over. But anyway, this one year I didn't even place. What a loser. Eight years old and I lost the hundred metre sprint. Are you kidding me? But when we went, we're going back to the classrooms, I found a a little ribbon. <laughs> Someone had dropped their ribbon that said first place on it. <laughs> so me being however old I was at the time thought, brilliant idea. I'm going to make my parents so proud. Daddy's <laughs> going to be so proud. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went and I to the bathroom and I tried to scrub this name off. Oh, it had name on it. Yeah, they, name on it. Oh, we fancy motherfuckers in Cloncurry. Oh, wow. We write your name on the ribbon. So they had this kid's name on there and I was like scrubbing, scrubbing it off. It looks so dodgy because the little white patch on the blue background was kind of turned black because of where I've been scrubbing it. Anyway, then I wrote Shannon Charles on it in my little grade three handwriting. <laughs> Brilliant idea. And I take it home and I'm like, I came first place. <laughs> In the running carnival. Mind you, I have uh, three older siblings also in attendance at this uh, <laughs> sports carnival. And like, no, you fucking did it. <laughs> this bitch came last. No, I, I don't know where I came, but it wasn't first. It wasn't. <laughs> and yeah, they dobbed me in. I was like, Bastard. wow, I got in trouble for that. Imagine if you were an only child, you could have got away with that. But then again, I don't know, is that an actual story or is my brain just remembering this? Right, that's what I'm saying. But I think about it all the time, mm. so surely. How yeah, can you be sure? You convinced yourself that it's a real story. So mm. What do they call it? Manifesting things into life. <laughs> now, the new thing that I've seen on TikTok, it's not, um, it's not manifesting something, it's gentle whispers. So if you whisper something to somebody, it comes true. Selena, can you please go to the kitchen and get me another drink?
Thank you. Oh, it works. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> but yeah, as kids growing up, we were just wild. Like you almost remind me of um the wild thornberries and the rabbits. Oh, yeah. You know that movie where they um combine together? I There's a crossover between the wild thornberries and the, and the rugrats. And oh, I think it's the wild thornberries go wild or the rugrats go wild. Anyway, it's a crossover. I imagine that was your upbringing. Rugrats go wild sound like it could be a porno. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Lil, <laughs> Chucky's there too. <laughs> We've got the twins. <laughs> um, but that's what I honestly think of <laughs> when I think of your family. Ever been to Townsville? Maybe you've dropped into the Mad Cow. If you've got a funny story for us, slide into our DMs. If not, we'll see you next week. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify. Peace. (laughs) Move.